Are you ready? Because it's time to talk at T's Talk Time. Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of T's Talk Time. Yes, I'm your host, Teresa Smith. And today's episode will be entitled, The Reopening Part 2. In my last episode, I alluded to the fact that I was having a lot of apprehension about the reopening of schools during the pandemic. I did not know what to really expect, although the school had emailed the parents in prior weeks um, and made a video stating the precautions that they were taking um, to make sure that no one would contract COVID-19 at school. Even with the prior knowledge of those things, as a parent, you still speculate. You still are not so much at ease. In my case, I have one child, he's my one and only, and I really, really am concerned about his safety, not only at school, but elsewhere, if you can imagine. So here we are almost two weeks into the school year, and to tell you the truth, it's been going pretty smoothly. I remember the first day, the first actual day that he was to attend school this year for the first time. It was an orientation day and only a half day of school. Of course, I drove him to school, let him out in the parking lot, which he only has to walk down the block to go into the front entrance. But I was a little nervous, wondering what his day would be like. When I picked him up in the afternoon on that day, I began to question him on the, t- on the ride home as to how was school different? Because imagine, he had been on remote instruction for one full school year and almost half of the 2020 portion of the 2019 to 2020 school year. So this was a big step for us to have him go back into the building and for the crisis to not yet be over. So with things getting better and no option for at-home schooling or remote schooling this year, I had to release my child to the school system again. Luckily, he goes to private school and the population is not as large as the public school settings. So as I began to question him about how his day went, he explained that the first day for orientation was really filled with presentations by staff and faculty 
to show them what their coming days would be like and how they had taken so many preventative measures in terms of trying to make sure no one would contract COVID-19 at school. Firstly, the children only entered through the front entrance where they were screened as they came in. Temperatures taken, if they had not filled out the survey about COVID-19 at home on the computer before coming in, they would be stopped and had to fill it out on paper at the front entrance. So temperatures taken, they also have sanitizer stations set up, hand sanitizing um, in session as they enter the building. And then for these first days, they met in the auditorium slash gym and were explained to that social distancing was a must. Two students in the bathroom per time. Um, Lunch sessions would be smaller, even smaller than usual. And there would be social distancing there as well as in the classrooms. I was later to find out that unvaccinated students could possibly be in the building because the school includes a middle school as well as a high school. So if the vaccine at that time were not available to some of the students in the lower middle school grades, there would be no possibility for those students to be vaccinated before coming into school. Therefore, the school had enacted a plan where unvaccinated students did not have to undergo um, testing sessions students who were unvaccinated against COVID-19 would periodically have to be tested. So that day they did not have lunch because we picked them up before lunch break. The second day, same thing. It was a run through. They went to some of their classes, but they were being instructed in the protocols that they would follow each day at school to try to prevent people from getting sick. Also, the school had enacted a plan that if they found out that there was a COVID case within the school or someone in the school had been near someone who had contracted COVID outside of the school, parents would be immediately contacted. Okay. So I began to breathe a little sigh of relief. Then my son was inducted into the National Honor Society. And of course, my being his only parent now, I was going to attend. So I went to attend 
this assembly, as it were, for the students who were being inducted into the National Honor Society. And I had to also complete a survey about whether or not I was vaccinated or had been um, in the midst of anyone who had contracted COVID-19, etc. My temperature was taken. There were sanitizing stations at the front door as I came in. And then I was instructed where to go for the ceremony. And when I attended, I noticed that they had some type of, I guess, air refreshing system installed in the hallways because it was very cool and it felt like um, it was very well ventilated. Then I stepped into the auditorium slash gym and I was the last person to come in, was seated in the back and paid attention to everything that was going on. So I really enjoyed the ceremony and I felt like a lot of my fears were had begun to subside after attending the ceremony. I was a little less nervous about him attending school in person now. At the time, my son had instructed me that also the students would leave the building from different doors than the ones they came into in the morning because after everyone entered at the front, there was going to be cleaning and sanitizing going on there. Um, So I felt like they were taking a lot of safety measures um, at the school and I was not as fearful about allowing him to go to school now during the COVID crisis. My son's school has even held one event for the students so far this year. They actually held a homecoming dance. And I thought it was really interesting how they did it. Because they actually had the dance outside of the school in the school parking lot. And all of the students had to wear masks throughout the entire event. They had a DJ, they had dancing, they had concessions, and as they say, outside is better than indoors during the COVID crisis. So I did allow my son to attend the homecoming dance. And all of the children had a wonderful time. It was well supervised. It went on into the evenings, which was my only complaint, not wanting to have to drive out late at night and pick my son up in the nighttime um, from the dance was the only issue for me. But I allowed him to attend and the children had an amazing time. So my fears have lessened, I would say, 
about the reopening of school for my son. However, we still don't know what's in store. Um, the COVID-19 virus and crisis um, still remains a little bit of a mystery, I think, to all of us. However, we all have to live. So I'm hoping that you're having good experiences with your children entering back into the school system this year. I still have questions, as do I'm sure every parent or all parents have these questions at this time about what they can do at school to keep their children safe. Now on to another topic, the topic of why schools should have to totally reopen without even the option of remote instruction or at-home instruction. Well, I guess one of the main reasons is that there are plenty of parents who work outside of their homes and who cannot be at home to look after their children. So they need somewhere for the children to go so that they can get back into the workforce. Thankfully, I'm not one of those people. Knock on wood. I've been retired for a couple of years now. I did early retirement and because of it, it didn't matter much to me whether or not my child had to go back into the school system full time because I'm now home during the school hours and would have been able to be at home and supervise his remote instruction. However, I do understand and empathize with the parents and the households in which you have a single parent or both parents who work at jobs outside of their home and would have no one to care for their children at home if they went back into the workforce. I absolutely understand that America wants to continue um, to be the best country that they can be and to do that and so that there won't be a further economic crisis, of course, people have to go back to work. Our children have to go back to school and they have to receive an education. I'm just hoping that we haven't gone back too soon. I'm hoping things will just continually get better. And I, like so many of you out there, am trying to remain positive and to have a positive outlook on things and to teach our children not to be fearful, but to live their lives and for us to live ours. However, I also do understand 
the other side of the argument wherein you have people who feel that maybe the country could stay remote a little longer to make sure that we stay ahead of the crisis getting worse or the people who do not even believe in getting a vaccination or who may be weary of the vaccination. I mean, everyone has a right to their opinions and their beliefs and their speculations and their questions. Everyone has a right to believe what they believe. So I'm just hoping that as we go forward, um, all of us, all of the Americans and the people around the world or throughout the world would just, you know, find a solution to this major problem that is affecting or that is affecting everyone in, and including the economy. I'm hoping that they will find a solution to this problem going forward and that we will all be able to relax and live freely again. So I'd like to know, if possible, what your thoughts are um, specifically on the issue of some people believing that they should not even be vaccinated or that it's definitely their right not to be vaccinated. In the news, we've heard about Kyrie Irving, the basketball star who is refusing to be vaccinated. What are your thoughts on those issues? I'd like to know and have a discussion about that. So as always, you can rate my podcast. You can comment on my podcast. You can give suggestions. I'm open to any feedback and suggestions that you may have. Until the next time, stay safe.